0: So, David. So, I'm Michelle. <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: Look, I know I didn't tell you anything.
0: No, you life. told me nothing. It
1: absolutely kept you in the dark. Yes. Uh, because I've been spending a lot of time getting some hands-on work on my spine. I know. Uh, now, the one thing that's been going on a lot is we've been talking submarines and- Lots and of sub global politics and all this yep. sort of stuff. And you know what we haven't talked about? What? Spies. What? We haven't actually spoken about spies. Not for a while. What's going on in the spy world? Yes. And one of the things that sort of popped into my head, and I suddenly went- you know, when I was working as a spy, we used to get mm. these really cool tools, these gadgets. Not spot, not not James Bond-level gadgets. I
0: love the James Bond-level gadgets. We, we, we,
1: we did quite get that. My favourite is I remember sitting there and somebody had a, a clipping from a magazine mm. for a camera that was part of a car aerial. Remember the good old days when you had yes. a car aerial that could lift itself up and yeah. put itself up? Yep. Well, it had a fibre optic that went up to the top so you could pull up and then you and good. your camera would go up and you could look around with it. It's a little periscope in your car. We don't do that sort of stuff anymore. So there's there's
0: no get smart level of intelligence well, the problem with all the... No get-
1: talking into your shoe. <laughs> well, there's actually, there was a shoe bug. Um, <laughs> and, uh, an American intelligence officer was in Russia and needed his shoe repaired. And when he yep. got it back, they took the heel off and found a microphone in it.
0: Amazing. Right.
1: So there is that sort of level of technology. But the thing is, a lot of the technology we use now, mm. everyone uses.
0: Yes, mobile phones.
1: Have, mobile phones. And the other thing that was really interesting is a lot of the tech that we used back in the day was stuff we found in... Detective magazines and in the back yes. on the back page of comic books, it's like, hang on, that X-ray spec could be really good. Oh, and sea monkeys, we can get them to infiltrate someone's house. Okay. So today we're talking about what has happened with technology for spies in the last twenty to thirty years.
0: Yes, because we have briefly touched on it from the earlier perspective from when you were in
1: <laughs> the corporation.
0: Yes, back in the eighteen sixties. <laughs> <1860s, laughs> I
1: know. We were still using lemon as our critic. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Okay.
0: You're listening to I Spy, the malware of Australian intelligence.
1: I'm just going to sit here behind your taskbar yeah. and slowly siphon away all your intelligence. I bet no. Uh, at least you're going to find me. I'm Where? behind the taskbar.
0: Wait. Wait, Now I'm behind Where? the clock.
1: And now I'm back behind the taskbar. Okay, give up. Switch up the computer.
0: Okay. I'm dying. Hello and welcome to I Spied. My name's Michelle Stevenson. I'm here with David Callan. And today we're going to talk about tech, spy tech, yep. all of the tech, yep. but also because we have spoken before about your time when you were in the corporation. <laughs>
1: I love the way you call it, the corporation. We'll call it the corporation. The corp.
0: Your time in the corp. We've spoken about, you know, kind of some of the things that you've come across in terms of from a technology spy perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting to see kind of where it's moved and how the spy world kind of deals with what's going on right now. We've got drones. We've got mobile phones, which are basically big portable listening devices. Essentially,
1: that's you're walking around with a computer that could have got like Apollo tracks you to and the tracks moon.
0: you well that's
1: the really big thing yes you would be amazed at the number of things that can track you your oh car tracks you
0: Everything tracks tracks you. Right.
1: If you've got a GPS in your car, your car is now tracking you. Now the interesting thing they t- your phone, you just you took a look at your iPhone, your Apple phone, yes, your your, your Apple watch, yes, uh, my wearable right. tech, your wearable tech. I have an electronic watch, but it's got no technical connection yes. whatsoever. Now the whole thing, I had is- to
0: break it to you. No one's really following you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a Tissot touch watch, everybody. Um, <laughs> the same one that uh, the same kind of watch that Angelina Jolie wore in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Anyway, enough of that. Um, (laughs) Okay, great. Fundamentally, the biggest change, the biggest shift in spy tech is the web, right? The internet has utterly changed the way we play the game. And, like, at the moment, your phone's not the only thing in your house that's betraying you.
0: It's everything else.
1: Your game console is betraying you. My game? Your gaming console. I don't have one. Your PS5 or your Xbox.
0: I don't have one, but of course we know that. But Alexa.
1: Alexa. Yeah. What is the other one? The the, the Google, Google, um, Chrome, Chrome. Is there's another one? The Apple one. What's it just called? A Pod. I don't know. Right. There's all, like, Everything in your house is watching you. Everything else is taking care of you. Your internet fridge, it's watching you and it's judging you, you fat person. Uh, right? No, so, it's judging
0: you, you yeah, fat, yes, person. The fat person. I'm fat person. I am. I'm,
1: it's, it's terrible. So the whole thing is at the moment where, where the intelligence world is really mm. struggling because back in the good old days, it used to be dead drops and brush contacts and yes. all the fun stuff you used to do. Now, for those of you who need to know, a dead drop is where you find a little niche in a wall somewhere where you can sit down on a bench and reach under and slide the little matchbox that's got the secret information or whatever you need. You just tuck it in there and then a couple of hours later or a day later, your contact walks past and sits down on the same bench and Mm. pulls it out. The problem is if you've got your phone with you, we know where you're sitting. We know where you've stopped, right? And we can follow you. There was an interesting case where they sort of said, essentially, one of the things every good spy needs is cover.
0: Right. Right.
1: We need our covered identity. We need our legend, it's called. Mm. The problem is... They're getting harder and harder to create, right? As a spy, it's too easy. Like a great example they used in an article I was reading was that: take a young Canadian intelligence officer in Moscow, right? We're going to say that she's a graduate student Mm. that's in Moscow studying, but she's an intelligence officer. Hang on. First things first, we've got to create a new identity for her. Now, that identity can be blown apart just with a good old... Facebook search. Yeah. You're, or a just a, a reverse Google image search. As soon as this person is identified, right? As soon as you've got a a you've got to have a completely clean social media mm. profile, which is virtually impossible now. Right. Interestingly enough, I met one of my uh family he has a new boyfriend. I met him. One of the most fascinating things about him is he's got zero social media presence. Yeah. Which immediately made everyone go, "Hang on, Hang on a minute.
0: I know it's also – it's so very weird when people have zero social media presence. But, like, speaking of social media, one of the big things which a lot of people are talking about is TikTok. TikTok. And, I mean, this – from a spy perspective, this is basically China – Spying on you.
1: Well, it's China that is basically doing a lot of data gathering. And let's be perfectly honest, um, pretty much every social media platform does it. The only problem or the difference between, say, TikTok and Facebook or Twitter is they're owned by a government body. Well,
0: also Facebook do it for reasons of financial reasons, whereas TikTok does it for a little bit more nefarious reasons. I think
1: you make money on TikTok though, don't you?
0: Uh, Tiktokers make money.
1: I'm sure Tiktokers make money,
0: don't they? T- yeah, they do. But it's more that the government owns it, so they're, they're not looking at it as a tool that is for gaining them more money. They're looking at, at they're it not as looking a tool. at
1: it as a profit tool. They're looking at it as a data tool. Yeah, yeah, but that's absolutely the fine. Now, have you been watching the Congress? Uh, yes, talking? I have. There was a great one where they basically went, "How can we have these people that are so?" Media unsavvy mm. trying to investigate this because I remember my favourite was somebody turning around to Mark Zuckerberg and going, "Will you guarantee that there will be a opt-in like anybody who uses Facebook must opt in to share their data?" To which he went, "That that that is what Facebook is. Yes. It's an opt-in to share your data. That's yeah. all it is." So the thing with TikTok, yes, it's a government-owned entity, mm. but a lot of th- th- this is where it gets blurry, and this is the real problem we've got now particularly in the intelligence world, particularly in the West, is mm-hmm. everything's blurring. Yeah. Right? Interestingly enough, because of the identity problem, the fact that people can be identified so readily, you really can't put a spy out there more than once. If you put someone into an actual like into an operation in yeah. a foreign country, once that person's burnt they're burnt. You yeah. can't use them again. And like the the very the interesting case was a, an intelligence officer from Russia called Litvinov. Litvinov was uh, the deputy ambassador to Australia, I think, at one point. So, so the Soviet ambassador right. or deputy ambassador to Australia, and he was identified in the Reader's Digest as potentially a KGB officer. Right. All right. Now. That's great. Yeah. yeah so everyone knew he was a spy while sitting on the crapper reading the Reader's Digest. Uh, to those of you out there, the Reader's Digest is a book.
0: I know. I remember the days when you would go into a bathroom and, and you'd find a stack of Reader's Digest. Stack, because Why was it the toilet magazine? Because I don't it's bite-sized.
1: Because it's only two or three pages. I
0: understand, but... Well, no, it's not that it's bite-sized. It's that it was smaller. It was like book-sized. Well, the, yeah, it
1: was book-sized. But the thing is, the articles were bite-sized. Yeah. They were always abridged versions of stories. Except when your
0: uncle would come out and he's con- consumed the whole thing. Com- he's cover, read to the cover. entire <laughs> thing and no
1: one can go back into <laughs> yeah, that bathroom yeah, yeah, yeah. for several days. Light
0: a match. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Light a match. And also then throw it into that can of petrol because <laughs> no one's going in that <laughs> no. room again. Thanks, Uncle Dave. Right. So the whole thing is, back in the day, you could be potentially exposed. Yeah. But if the intelligence services that exposed you weren't sharing with other intelligence services, you could in all likelihood be moved on. Now it's not that way.
0: Well also you've got now you've got like CCTV, you've got like all forms of
1: facial recognition yes. technology. Facial
0: re- all kinds of things.
1: That's the big thing because you can change your profile. You yeah. can change your name. Yeah. Hair color, the whole ball of wax. But when you've got a computer system that is looking at the way you walk, yes, right? Your gait, the way you walk is an identifiable mm. and idiosyncratic trait of you. It's yep. like a fingerprint, all right? Now, your gait does vary. Like at the moment, I've got a few back problems. So, as my sister in law said to me over the weekend, why are you mincing? To which I went, shut up, I'm in pain, right? So, the whole thing is your gait can change. And in fact, one of the things that's come out of Israel uh, is they're now looking at technology that will examine the way you walk and Mm. see if you're walking suspiciously.
0: I mean, but they use that at airports.
1: Exactly, right? So it's like, oh, that guy's walking a bit suspiciously, his eyes are down, he's he's shuffling, and (laughs) he's mincing. Arrest him. (laughs) So the whole thing is we've got all of this technology that is like hands-off. It's not as hands-on as it used to be. And the fact is, we don't look at cameras anymore. No. Right? We see a camera and it's just a camera, but what we don't realize is that that camera could be a thermal camera that's checking my temperature to say, that guy's got an raised temperature, maybe he's carrying a disease. Or that guy's mincing, maybe he's carrying a bomb. Yes. And right, and also, oh, he may say his name is Fred Nurk, but his name is actually David Callan because we've got his facial recognition profile yep. right here.
0: Now, looking back, getting back to kind of the TikTok stuff because I was listening to a podcast recently who had a journalist who basically exposed TikTok for their data sharing program over in the US and that's kind of where this whole TikTok issue has. A, people are viewing it as a propaganda machine from that kind Mm -hmm. of propaganda point of view because they can control the narrative on TikTok. Oh, totally. And B, they're also looking at it as a data harvesting tool. Like they have access to American, Australian all kinds of data and all kinds of information because a lot of people don't realise when they say yes to the terms and conditions on TikTok you're pretty much giving away everything like it's insane what they have access to You
1: don't own anything anymore.
0: So this journalist was saying that once she lifted the lid on something because she had a whistleblower come to her what had happened and she didn't even realise because she had a TikTok account TikTok were using, harvesting her data, they were using her location data through her TikTok app Yeah, and they were trying to equal it up to everyone that worked for them Correct. to see if they'd ever come into contact to kind of work out who the whistleblower was.
1: That's exactly the point that they, they, they make with telephones, with mobile yes. phones. Yes, but this piece. is through
0: the TikTok app. But that's through They have access to your location but pretty at much, all times.
1: But pretty much any app now. Right. Facebook I know, but like do- I'm
0: just saying like people don't understand.
1: Exactly. Right. So the interesting thing was as someone said there was an intelligence officer in Moscow and they went onto the metro and shut their phone down. Now in the metro there is internet access. The same way on you catch a train mm. here in Sydney or in Melbourne or wherever. If you go through a tunnel, you'll still have internet connection. Not they- our
0: tunnels. Oh, yeah. No. You go through a tunnel in Sydney and if you're on the phone, you lose contact with them.
1: I'm talking about train tunnels. Trains actually have modems. that's like, what I'm talking about, trains. No, 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 they, they have their little wireless modems. They've got they've got repeater stations in them, the actual train. The whole thing is this person got on the train and switched their phone off for four hours. Mm. Right, so the big thing was, okay, where are they? Well, hello, there's cameras everywhere. we got yeah, a yeah, binder. Yeah. Yep. Right, but the whole point is just switching your phone off for four hours or leaving it at home is automatically suspect behaviour. Right, so the, they start... Back reading everything that goes on. You, you know, I mean, it's it's this kind of death spiral of data where it's like if we get the data, we can prove that you're doing something mm. wrong, and if we don't get the data, that kind of proves that you're doing something wrong. Yes. So it's yeah, I mean. Intelligence is a world of suspicion. It, it has to operate as a world of suspicion as opposed to, you know, innocent till proven guilty. Intelligence really is a case of you're guilty until we can't find anything on you. And even then we'll find something on you and use that. So the interesting thing about that is we go from our devices down to our
0: yes. apps. Yes, yes. Right?
1: So an interesting point that's been made is people suspect that gaming consoles are being used to mine Bitcoin. You load an app onto your game. Right. You, know, you load a game. You load an app onto your, your gaming console and essentially that app sits in the background and starts mining Bitcoin. Yeah. So it's using your data and it's using your electricity. A lot of electricity To make money. Right. Now, the, the thing that's interesting about that is a lot of people have said to mine on a you know, on a console and take you forever. It would. But if you've got a system or a network of, of consoles that don't know they're doing that mining and mm. they're still mining while you're not using it. Yes. you can have you know a thousand machines and suddenly you're making quite a lot of money. Right. So these are the sort of things that are going on. There's all of these apps that are now coming on computers that operate in the background. You don't even know you've got it. 100%.
0: People now, can even – because people can access even your camera, your microphone yeah. in your laptop.
1: Right. So – and here's the thing. I mean, the classic one is you put a piece of paper over your camera so no one can watch you. But, you know, ultimately that doesn't shut down the microphone. And that comes down to that idea of malware. Yep. So malware is now the really big problem. And interestingly enough, there is one piece of malware on the planet that every government wants. A lot of governments have paid to get it. Yep. It's created by a company in Israel called NSO. Israel are literally the leaders in all of this stuff, it's called Pegasus.
0: Yes, we've yeah. spoken about Pegasus yeah. before.
1: So the whole Pegasus thing is, it's a spear, but the whole thing was, it used to be to load Pegasus on a yeah. phone, you had to click on the, the Yes. Link. Now you don't even have to do that. Yeah. It just goes straight in there. As soon as it lands on your phone, it infects your phone, and then what it does is it clones your phone. Right. There was a lovely scene in Spooks, I always thought it was great, where...
0: Spooks is great, except all the good characters always die.
1: Yeah, well, that's their job, right? Um, because that's what happens in the intelligence world. Everyone dies.
0: Yeah, everyone.
1: No one, died no when one I dies. No one dies. But
0: like Spooks, you just be like, I like that person. Oh damn, they blew oh, up. Oh
1: damn. Oh dang. Yeah. No one died when I was at Asia. They, <laughs> they're all dying now because they're all getting old. Uh, now <laughs>
0: you guys are you guys are dying a slow death of old age.
1: Old age it's all backs. Now the whole thing is um, there was a great scene in Spooks where they had to clone a guy's phone. Right, a target's phone. He yeah. was asleep, right? And they snuck into his room and they took the phone and that with one cord plugged it into another phone. And it was like, you watch the bar zip across the screen, unplugs the phone. We've got it. Let's yeah. go. No. At that point in time, in history, all right, because mm. I went to a security conference about two weeks after that episode aired and I was talking to a guy. It's like, I did my I Spied show at their dinner, and then the next yeah. morning I went into their, basically their sales floor, where all of these people are selling technology. Almost all of it was app and computer-based, but I sort of said to this guy, did you see that episode of Spooks where they cloned the phone? And he just looked at me and went, do you want to know how we really do it? And I went, yeah, because yeah. I saw the technology. I went, cool, show me. It was this massive briefcase with this computer in it, mm. but most of the briefcase were cables. Right, because everybody's phone cable was different at the time. Right, there wasn't just USB C or Lightning. It was you name it. So you had to find the right cable to plug into the phone, and then you plug it into the computer, and the computer would suck everything off the phone. But it would take about an hour. Yeah, right? not five minutes. No, not we don't have the Lightning.
0: Seconds. Not the Lightning quick.
1: Right now that's a really important thing that we got now. We don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. We don't need to touch the phone. We can literally do it by sending you an yes. email and infecting your phone.
0: And talking like talking about countries and spying. Now the US have section 702 which they need to look at redressing because it's it's lapsing in December. Mm-hmm. So section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. So basically this allows US intelligence agencies to carry out warrantless spying on foreigners' email, phone and other online communications. Yeah. Now with the US citizens, they need a warrant of course for that. Now any information they get They'll also they can turn over to the United Kingdom and Australia like you yep. US, but what is interesting about the US because they say that like you know it's quite common for governments to have access to kind of this data, Washington has a bit of an advantage because they have jurisdiction over Google, Meta, Amazon, and Microsoft. Yes. Which means they basically have access to the world. So while the Americans are running the right act on TikTok, yes, they essentially have access to far superior information.
1: Yes, right. That's the thing. Mm. Right. Don't forget governments, and this is a really interesting point that people are saying: is Western governments versus non-Western China. governments. China and Russia, <laughs> yeah, China, and Russia. China, Russia, North Korea, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they stop playing, with India. The yes and no because now we're in a we're in the quad with them yeah, aukus, quad, five eyes. Oh,
0: I've got, sidebar. What about New Zealand wanting to do the second tier aukus? <laughs> oh, really? They want.
1: They want to do yes. a non-nuclear. Uh,
0: yes, they do. We didn't hear about this. Oh my god! I have to send it to you. We'll touch. Please on Please do. We'll talk
1: about that yep. now. The whole thing is the big problem uh, that the West have, particularly mm. their intelligence services. They're bound by laws. Yes. Right. We are bound by laws. The way Asia operates, it has to. Whereas China does under not
0: have those things.
1: Well, actually, China have basically got a law that says you have to cooperate with the intelligence yes. services, where in Australia, you can turn around and go, well, I don't feel like cooperating with yeah. you. Convince me, right? Yep. Now, it's also become a real problem in the West in that there is so much more scrutiny. Yep. Thanks to freedom of, of information. Thanks to freedom of <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Fuck.
1: Thanks to FOI requests. That's freedom
0: of information. Correct. Okay. Um,
1: thank you very much for saving me. Yep. Right. Because of freedom of information.
0: Oh, my God. Why can you not say freedom of information?
1: Because <laughs> my back hurts. Freedom
0: of information.
1: Freedom of information.
0: Freedom of information.
1: Freedom of information. Okay, there we go. Right. FOI and archives requests. Yes. Right. The problem is in Australia at the moment they move glacially, right? Yep. It takes a while and generally you get – this glacial thing and no and also there is redaction where you will literally get a page that's and nothing just, but Sharpie yeah
0: it's just Sharpie I used to
1: do that job the Sharpie job was a fun job to do
0: I love that they trusted you with our security by giving <laughs> you a Sharpie
1: David here's a Sharpie yeah cover that okay not a problem
0: take care of Australia <laughs>
1: yeah they'll never know that we never knew right? that's the way I always approached it now the thing is because of all those sort of things mm. we are under a lot more scrutiny Yeah, it is harder to operate in the, the intelligence environment whereas you look at the more despotic regimes around the world it's a lot easier for them and also because of the way they they operate like particularly russia russia at the moment's gone crazy they Oh, at the
0: (laughs) moment they've gone crazy. No, they go like
1: at the moment. Europe is literally crawling. Every second person you meet in Europe is likely a Russian operative. Right. It it is really, really, really crazy. Um, and the funny thing about that is it's because the Russians have basically turned around and gone, "Your laws aren't as strong. Yeah, your laws are weak. We can get away with stuff."
0: So when it comes to spy technology. What I'm hearing is it is predominantly online. It's it's your wearable tech. It's your mobile phone. It's maybe even your AirPods. It's... Anything. Cargo cranes It's meta It's Cargo Google. cranes Cargo cranes Cargo
1: cranes You know those big yes. cranes I know that what s- a
0: cargo crane is
1: Sit next to ships And take the boxes I know what that is up. I
0: was more expressing Like what do you mean By cargo cranes I know what a fucking Cargo crane is
1: I'm getting to it I just did it to I'm, I'm, I'm building tension I'm making the audience Go oh my God. Ooh, what's he Going to say next yeah, yeah yeah I'm real Cargo tense. cranes They are now regarded As a a serious security threat by the Americans. Okay, why? Because the Americans realise that the Chinese make really cheap cargo chains. Yeah. The Chinese make really cheap cargo cranes. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. You're having a great day. (laughs) I'm having a
1: terrible day with my mouth. Right. So, they make really cheap cranes. And one of the things they also do is they got really good software for tracking all the stuff that those cranes lift up and put down. Right. So, bada-bing, bada-boom. Wow. And it all. Like, what do you
0: mean? Because uh, how would it know what's in there, though?
1: Right. Well, okay, you get a manifest. So the guy in the crane goes, I got to pick up. Um, container number 645 yes. He picks up container 645 And there will be a note saying By the way be very careful because it's full of computers Be very careful it's full of right. baby powder Be very careful it's full then of how military technology w- how would
0: that get Like I don't understand what the spy aspect is here So
1: then that gets logged into the computer It's yeah. been put on that ship We know where that box is right. So if it's full of something we really want to look at We know where to go to break into it And get have a look okay. The other thing that the Chinese are making a lot of at the moment are shipping containers, so mm. right? So your shipping containers are made by the what is regarded at the moment as the big enemy, yeah. and also the cranes that are loading them. Pretty much every crane in America now is was made in China and is being run on software that is developed in China, yes. and all of that data is going back to the company in China.
0: Yes, and there's a lot of conversation in the tech world about pulling away from china making kind of everything like oh. whether it's stuff for iPhones whether it's you know kettles toasters
1: F35s
0: and well anything chips basically coming out of but like, U-
1: out of china we're going into F35s
0: but even if but even like your basic electrical appliances yeah. could it could for all intents and purposes turn into listening devices your
1: toaster is listening to you
0: i mean all mine's hearing is i'm gluten free yeah. but
1: <laughs> all my toaster hears is Vegemite again? Okay, right. This is the thing: the mm. interconnectivity of the world yes. has become the problem. We it's thought the it new was
0: new frontier.
1: Well, we actually thought it was going to make spying easier. I mean, I remember when no. my, when mobile phones first came out, and everyone went, "Oh my god, I don't have to put a bug in a phone." It was everyone was terrified. Like the yeah. intelligence community went, "Hang on, how do we bug this?" Thing? Yeah, we're gonna have like whereas we go in and either bug a landline at the interchange. Yes. Right, so we with literally little
0: rotary dial phone. The old, or the, the old press buttons. Yeah,
1: the press buttons. Or it, yep. whatever phone is going into the wall in your house, we can bug from the interchange. Mm-hmm. And in desperation, we can get into your house and put a bug in it anyway. The problem being with a mobile phone, oh my god, how do we get your mobile phone? Until we realised, hang on We
0: can just listen in.
1: We just listen in via <laughs> a computer. <laughs> yeah. Or if we really need to, we get the frequency of that phone and we listen to it with a radio. Right. Now here's another thing. Your router is spying on you.
0: I don't have a router.
1: Yes, you do. No, I don't. How do you? What you? You run s- s- exclusively off mobile, do you?
0: Yes. Really?
1: Wow, that's crazy talk. I am a boomer. Right, so.
0: No, no, no. I have MBN.
1: You got an MBN at home, and you've got wireless. Yes. That's a router.
0: No, yeah. a router is one of those little things that you had to plug in.
1: Did how was your MBN? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it has a router. If it's plugged (laughs) into the wall, it's a router. (laughs) Have you got the two boxes? Have you got the MBM box and then the other box? No, I don't know. Right, you don't you don't care. So no. you're not paying attention.
0: I literally all I use is I only use my phone. Yeah, and I usually hotspot off my phone. Yeah, because I use I, so much data.
1: I have MBN and I've got a router. And it's because you
0: never leave the fucking house. No, well, I've,
1: you know, I've got a blanket fort. Why should I? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. You're like, well, of course you have MBN. The how rest many scre- of us carry how many it with screens. Us.
1: Do I have in my blanket <laughs> fort? You've seen it at least five. Right.
0: You're like a seventeen year old who's ready to like commit some kind of like crazy war.
1: I'm an absolute crazy hacker. No, I'm, not, I'm terrible. No. Right. Yeah. Now the whole thing is, right, so they've now these guys at I think it was either MIT or Princeton They've worked out how they can actually turn your router into a bug. And it's when you think about it, it's so stupidly simple, right? Because what does a router do? What does a wireless system do? It sends out radio waves, mm. right? It sends out a radio wave to the device and the radio yep. – and it, it, so there's this exchange of yep. radio waves. Now, if you put somebody walking through or talking in mm. that field of radio waves, it what it does is it oscillates the wave. It changes yep. the wave – we can read that so we can tell where you are in the house by your router Crazy. and what you're saying. Oh, my God. Right? So this is the thing. And it comes down to the good old – this is a classic piece of tech that just showed up just before I left – was the laser beam bug, right? So you'd fire a laser beam through a window. And if it was this room, I'd fire it through that window yep. and into the television behind you. So as I'm talking, that piece of glass vibrates. That shortens yes. the length of the And we've laser spoken beam. about this, I believe, yeah. before. So that, but that – that technology is now pretty much moribund. We don't need it yeah. because I can switch on the, the microphone in your phone remotely. I can switch on the camera in your iPad remotely. I can use your the wireless signal coming off a computer to bug you. It's like we are literally bugged at Well, the
0: and I know that there's a lot of concern around, you know, like the Googles and the, the Alexas that you have in your house yep. basically because they store information and yep. your commands yep. and your voice yep. and they're basically one big listening device. This is
1: one big fat bug and you're yeah. paying for the privilege to yes. use it. Bottom line though is this is, it always comes down to the most important factor in any intelligence operation. Why do I care about you?
0: No one cares about me. Like, well, no, actually, maybe they
1: everyone know. cares about you. They give you dresses to wear, yeah, yeah, and really nice ones. <laughs> and I give you a t-shirt. Uh,
0: <laughs> I like your cobra t-shirt. Thank you. I didn't know what the car was, but I have a. T- I now you know, have a bogan t-shirt. You got a
1: bogan t-shirt. I want to see. It's sleeveless. I love yeah, it. Yeah, mate, muscle shirt. Right. So the the thing is, are you important enough to be? Watched? Yeah, exactly. Right now, if you are. Well, you need to take steps to protect yourself.
0: I'm unplugging everything.
1: Unplug everything. Get a burner phone. And by the way, burner phones don't help because, again, voice recognition, all we have to do is – basically you have a, a system like Echelon AI oh, I forgot to talk about this AI is the mm. other big thing yeah. because they've worked out that 75% of what an analyst an intelligence analyst does can be taken care of by an AI in a, yep. a, a quantifiable yep. shorter amount of time a, you know, a huge amount you save yes. lots of time the one thing you can't get an AI to do is think like a human being yes right we can certainly play around with it and I'd like to thank you whoever it was I can't remember your name but I'll remember it and put it on Twitter, for sending out those AI-generated pictures of us, I've never looked so good. Of us? Remember the AI pictures that were sent of us? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yours. yours were really, really nice. I mean, Not as like, nice as you in real life, Yeah, but mine were a vast but improvement. It
0: helps if you have something good to start with.
1: Good point. I don't like the fact that in all of mine, I had a <laughs> pipe and a candle. <laughs> It's like, how boomer do I have to be? Right, so this is the thing. Yeah. AI is now uh, – that's going to yeah. make it harder for spies to well, work. Well,
0: and like even what we're seeing right now with the, the whole scamming thing, like you know how everyone's getting like multiple phone calls on their on their mobile phone. Yep. So you get a phone call, you don't know who it is, you'll answer, and then you won't hear anything, and then you'll hang up. Yeah. So what what's happening on the other end – they're actually recording your voice, yeah, and so then they're going to computer generate and add to it, and then they've got your voice, yeah, and then they can use it now to like call up your bank, yeah, and use your voice. So if if you're getting phone calls and you don't know who they are, pick up the phone but don't answer. Wait for them to speak first.
1: Yes. Now I've had a, a friend of mine who got one of those. Where Amazon and you've just spent some oh all the time,
0: yeah, and the linked ones <laughs> and the <they're laughs> the everywhere. brilliant
1: one was he went. You've just spent $764. He went, uh, yeah, that's cool. And they went, no, no, we've got to get on your bank. No, no it's cool, mate. I, I spent $764. And they went, oh, oh, but but there's a, a $674 one. He went, oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That was me. And literally spent the entire time going, yeah, I spent that. Yeah, I spent that. Because all they want is your bank details. Oh,
0: absolutely. Right, absolutely.
1: so – to bottom line it, really bottom simple. Line it. The intelligence world is getting a lot harder to- it's To navigate. To navigate. It's also getting a lot harder to sustain a career in. Yeah. Right. Most intelligence officers now basically get the hell out of there. It used to be you joined the spy agency and you worked there till you died. Or now it's you join the spy agency, they put you out on three operations, you do a bit of a stint as an analyst, and then basically that's just another paragraph on your CV as you move into the private Well, sector.
0: forget burner phone, it's burner agent.
1: Exactly. That is actually the best way to look at it. We are burning through our intelligence assets, our human assets, simply because we can't keep them. They're one and done. And you know what? Generally, they're going out into the business world because corporate intelligence is now becoming such a rich area that they are actually making a hell of a lot more money. So you apprenticeship for the government.
0: Makes absolute sense.
1: Then you go out and you work for someone like one of our friends.
0: Okay. Who's your friend? You've met
1: him. If you don't know who he is, I'm not telling you.
0: Okay, maybe I need to hit him up for a job.